Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for February 21st through the 27th of 2021. Okay y'all, my return to the mainland from this island of natural beauty has a story all its own unfolding right now, so bear with me. Many of you know I've wanted to leave Florida since 2015 and definitely once 2016 hit and the whole vibration of our country shifted. Because I study the larger collective cycles, I know this is all divine time and order, but that doesn't make it any easier to be a human on planet Earth, as she herself reboots a 26,000-year cycle. Again, completely natural, we can track the last few and see the pattern, and we will survive this one too. But imagine being here at the turn of an age or an era. That's bound to be chaotic and intense. But I also expect full-on liberation to a new level of existence because we have birthed a whole new level of consciousness, right? I love that you get to witness some of my miracles because I always get to witness yours. And I claimed Colorado, and that is where we are headed. I wanted out of apartment living and into a house. I manifested that too. So even in the year of COVID, when all else seemed to be failing, I, like always, found a window of opportunity, and I encourage you all to stay faithful to your own visions. Don't be attached to how or when or what package it shows up in. Tune into the essence you want to experience or express and do all your prayer or intentional soul work there. The universe will respond. As one of my favorite quotes reminds us, at the moment of commitment, the universe conspires to assist you. Once you make up your mind, get out of the way, let the universe bring in the form and prepare to be amazed by your own manifestations. We are all co-creators and infinite beings living in this earthly vessel. I, for one, am excited to explore the possibilities for such a precious and rare privilege, which is also temporary. This week's energy supports your individual mission in a beautiful way. The energy supports you connecting with your deepest desires and most authentic self. They will help any release work be effortless because it's simply just time to let go and move on. Next week, after you've made this deeper connection within, the energies will shift your attentions outward to your relationships and connections with others in the world. New ideas and new possibilities are being presented, or you're awakening to these new possibilities. Either way, it is another opportunity to collaborate with the universe in terms of asking for the right people and situations to naturally present themselves so that your decision-making is easy or easier anyway, right? So this week kicks off on Sunday the 21st with Cirrus entering Aries until May 8th. She represents how we nurture and like to be nurtured as human beings. In your chart, it indicates how you do that and what your preferences are, and often it points to how your relationship may unfold with your own mother or maternal line. On one hand, we can look at this as a major reboot for the next four to five years as Cirrus renews her journey through the signs. For the next two to three months, you are completely supported to be selfish in a way that serves your own self-preservation. After the last one to three years that we've all lived through, we have new priorities and a new wisdom about what truly nourishes and nurtures how we get our personal needs met. It's perfectly in keeping with this energetic dynamic to focus on self-care, self-healing, and learning or remembering that you even have needs and what they might be here and now today. Even if you just give it a nod by being aware that your needs matter and should be considered along the way is good. 
It's also good energy for nurturing your passion or purpose again. It's basically all about you. That was Sunday. Then it skips to Wednesday, the 24th, when Mars will trine Pluto. So this is higher will and lower will. This is your micro to macro, you know, personal individual desires, and then the collective desire. This is an active transformative energy that will help you to change your life in a healthy, positive way. You may have the energy and inclination to make major personal and permanent changes to who you are and what you want on a deep soul level. So I love that this piggybacks on Cirrus moving into what nurtures you and nourishes you on the deepest level. Because it's a trine, it promises more ease than is usually associated with Pluto, and in this case, makes transformation smoother too. You may be especially focused on what needs to be done or changed in your life at this time, and you'll want to take action, and the universe supports that decision as long as it is righteous and not totally self-serving. This is a good time to get moving, take action regarding your long-term goals, and you will be able to create momentum. Okay, so basically this is energy and power coming together. And that's a lot in a trine, easy angle, but you have to know who you are and what you want. Energy and power. This is Mars and Taurus trining Pluto and Capricorn. So this is very in the body. Tangible results can come from this. Just aligning who you are and what you want with your authentic power and your deeper soul needs will help that be successful. If you go the other way and overpower others or step on others to get where you're going, that's when things blow up in your face and it can be really challenging to deal with Pluto and Mars for that matter. So let's just say the angry, frustrated people, this will be easier for them to blow up too. So we can use it to channel the energies properly, knowing that Taurus has to do within the body and the beauty way and what you can physically manage in your personal body with your limitations. And Pluto and Capricorn is, you know, adapting what your needs are to that collective reality that's, you know, already been transformed. Pluto's at the tail end of 16 years in Capricorn. It changes over to Aquarius in 2024. That is only three years away. So this is the wrap up of digging up in corporate, institution, government, education, healthcare, all the big things that serve the people is being reborn basically for the next 250 years. So we need to claim that vision that we have somehow married or merged the wisdom of the ancients that live in harmony with planet Earth and the technology or the technological advances that we've made as humans on planet Earth. That's what the renewal is ultimately all about. So again, I think we're going to make it. I just don't know that we'll all live to see it unfold. But this is our little piece and where we contribute our piece. So that's where it helps to just be conscious when you're directing these energies each week. So in lieu of a paragraph, I have Venus entering Pisces on Thursday, the 25th until March 21st, which is right around spring equinox. So that's powerful. This is an incubation time. We're going back to the womb in a lot of ways. So I had a light and shadow list, which many of you like. So when Venus is in Pisces, here is how we can express or honor that energy that's moving through and know that it is stimulating the Pisces part of your chart. So when operating in the light, she is being mystical, magical, imaginative, and devoted in love, spiritually anchored with innate self-trust, 
So we're cultivating that when we know who we are and what we want and we know what feeds us on a fundamental level, then we can trust ourselves to make decisions when we have to interact with other people. So there's something to calling in that. Ability to heal and integrate fragmented relationships, valuing intuition and knowing your connection to source, dissolving boundaries so greater love can emerge. These are all powerful. So it's a time of healing for sure and integration, whether it's for yourself or for your relationships. But with Venus, often relationships are kind of the subject matter when we're talking in general like this for the community. We have this access to the feminine energy expressing this way. So that's what we can use it for when we need it. Dissolving boundaries so greater love can emerge. Maintaining a connection between body and spirit. That's huge. We're renewing what feeds us there as well. Acknowledging and honoring the divine sacred feminine. Being a world server dedicated to global oneness. So that's definitely where we can anchor some of our prayers this month as we all navigate the sun and Venus moving through Pisces for about a month. And then Mercury will finish up its Aquarius renewal and rebirth in Pisces. So all of that is allowing us to incubate a whole one-year process in general that we get to do every year in February, March time. So it's good to get a rhythm to it and know how it feels for you and how it works for you. The ability to easily navigate other dimensions of reality. So when you're allowed some space and time, Pisces is the imagination zone. Venus is love and beauty and harmony and essence and love making and love creating and art creating it's very oh man this is the artist all the way so for the artists and creatives and healers and athletes and the ones that create their lives by hand this is rich for adding imagination to let's say that womb incubation cauldron zone that pisces brings up before we birth in the spring of aries or with aries i should say so then the shadow side of Venus and Pisces that can also come up for us in general, but also if you live with Venus and Pisces in your chart or even Sun Pisces in your chart, being overly critical and demanding in love, self-doubt and inability to deal with confrontation. So that escapism or avoidance that Pisces can often activate in us or it's the part of our chart where we do it the most, let's say. Prone to martyrdom, self-sacrifice, and manipulation, insufficient boundaries, and the subsequent confusion. So I know people, I have a lot of Virgo, and people always come to me to learn about how to have good boundaries and how to have good language when expressing our needs around those boundaries. That's kind of my ace in the hole, because I've had to really earn that. I had to create that and cultivate that over time my whole entire life because Virgo, let's say, and you and some of you may have heard the Kelly theory, an imbalanced Virgo will exhibit negative shadow Pisces qualities. So I always know when I'm imbalanced if I if my boundaries aren't good or if there's too much confusion because I didn't negotiate up front or I didn't set my boundaries first so that others had to move around them so I was always protected. That's one of the things that the Pisces Virgo domain in our chart helps us with because it's the it's the spirit in human form. We have to deal with our boundaries around different things. So being delusional and having a blind faith in love or money, or I guess we could say relationships and finances, 
Excessive anxiety or fear of loss and abandonment. That's the other thing about shadow Pisces is very fears and phobias. Oh, that's here. Unreasonable fears or phobias regarding relationships and finances or love and money. Lack of faith or an inability to connect to and follow your own intuition. That's a challenge sometimes. Imbalanced and entangled with social fears and collective trauma. So here's the other thing that I often help people understand about the water signs. Basically, Scorpio feels it on a soul level for the individual. Cancer feels it and is an empath, feels it for the family and those connected and, and considered family. But Pisces feels it for the world. They are the world soul. So that can absolutely overwhelm an individual human system, right? So we want to always balance that out with the practical Virgo side that says, you know, only do what you can handle. Have good boundaries. Know your nature. There's a season for that. You know, I have a season for being out and about with the world and being internal and more private. I have a season for active and passive seasons, let's say. And you can start practicing with yourself to know what season it is. And then you schedule your life a little bit more accordingly and and that's kind of fun, too. So this, I just thought, might be a fun, different thing to post in here to help you in your imagination or with your visioning for basically the new year. Because in our world here, the new year doesn't begin till spring equinox, even though we've been incubating it since winter solstice. But this is where we are, everyone. We're approaching. We're heading towards spring equinox when certain things are going to start to pop and bloom and blossom. And you're going to want to be ready for that. And then there's going to be things that fall short that don't pop and bloom and blossom that we were expecting to. And now we got to figure out a plan B, right? And come up with an alternate plan. So it's all natural. Again, this happens every year as we approach spring in this hemisphere. And same day Thursday, sun is going to sextile Uranus. So this is a juicy one too. This activation will help you access a deeper sense of authenticity as everyday routine events may be more enlightening than usual this week. Anytime Uranus is involved, aha moments are available. That sudden inspiration or the surprising clarity that changes everything is bubbling near the surface. You need but invite it in, into your conscious awareness to be useful. Eventually, you will have to ground these breakthroughs in some literal way or physical form, but this energy supports the exploration of possibilities. Where can you use a dose of freedom and liberation? How can you lighten up? This energy also promotes authentic living. You won't be able to be phony nor tolerate it in others this week. Just remember that truth sometimes rattles those who would rather play nice, quote unquote, or keep up appearances in the status quo than face the facts. So watch out for rebelliousness, if not in you, then in others. This is not a disruptive energy except to those who resist change. Don't fight it. Embrace it. Change is good. It means you're growing. It's a wonderful thing. And again, on the heels of the imagination and what we can use it for as we approach Saturday's Virgo full moon, where I will remind you that worry is not preparation and stressing and worrying and imagining the worst case scenarios is a poor use of our imagination, let's say. If you're going to imagine anything, imagine the miracle happening. Imagine the unbelievable opening that happened you weren't expecting and didn't even know could happen. 
imagine the connection that, again, you didn't think could happen, happening. And that's what's also kind of brilliant about Pisces Virgo time is because we can connect to the magic, the magic of your own body, mind, and spirit, the magic of nature, the magic of being on earth, because when you really think about it, we have miracles all day, every day. We've just started to take them for granted. And when you start counting them up, there's a lot of really unusual things that are only possible here on earth. And it can get pretty rich if you allow it. And if you allow your imagination some say in this, and I think it's good because we are in the visioning stage. We're in the incubation, in the womb, cultivating what we want to birth next or what we need to birth next to support ourselves going forward because the world has changed, because a whole year has run its course. However you want to look at that, we're wrapping up a whole year of activity and lessons and blessings and growth moments with interactions with others and ways that we've evolved in the last year. And the thing about the last year being 2020, it was, let's say, concentrated evolution. We did, let's say, we did 10 years of growth in one year. Let's look at it that way. I don't know how else to say that. That's a lot. So our Saturday full moon in Virgo is really juicy to have at the end of this week versus the beginning, because in the beginning, we're doing all this exploration of what we're really up to right now and where our imagination wants to help us with our self-preservation and with our purpose and passion in the world going forward. So this clearing that every full moon allows us to do is going to be really useful for basically taking away that last layer of non-essential or that which is not going into the cauldron that is not going to be part of what you birth in the next year, right? So this Virgo full moon is a potent time to release the need to keep up appearances, quote unquote, of beauty or order in your life. Instead, focus on actually healing what is imbalanced or integrating what is fragmented. Then rather than a temporary fix, you can and will begin to radiate more beauty and order naturally from the center of your being. Virgo is the energy of fasting and purifying. So if you feel the need to do that, it applies to all levels, physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional. Fast from negativity, internal or external, and purify your priorities. There is something you must be willing to release from your system to have what you want. And there is something that you must integrate into your system to be who you are. This is the completion of an annual cycle so you can ground your intentions with this full moon for the completion work on the personal individual level in preparation for birthing a new cycle of working and playing with others on a collective level this spring. With the Virgo full moon on February 27th, we can really assess all that we put in motion around fall equinox of 2020 and release that which is not falling into a natural rhythm by now. So ask yourself, what new system or routine did you activate back then, six months ago, basically, in the fall? And where does it stand now, six months later? That was the Virgo new moon. We always activate a new routine around there because we're doing the fall harvest at that point, And we know what we're working with. And we know what we need to do to sustain ourselves through the winter or through the next season, however you'd like to look at that. It's the last quarter of the year. So it requires a whole different kind of routine and rhythm. So you ask yourself, you know, where does all that stand now, six months later? And much of what is revealed at this time will also help deepen your dedication with the Sag last quarter moon coming on March 5th, because clearly there's more work to do 
to align your internal truth with your external reality. Check in with the reality of the various relationships that you are experiencing at this time. Any friction you may be going through is necessary to help you grow and evolve into the Pisces new moon, new vision of March 13th. There may be an intense ending vibe to the usual initiation of this new lunar cycle, but maybe ending isn't the right word. Think completion, surrender, full circle, and trust that all is divine, even if it doesn't all make total sense to you yet. Mercury retrograde in Aquarius rearrange things so our imaginations can be engaged now. This is the time we cultivate the vision for the new year and prepare for its imminent arrival with the fiery spring energy of Aries next month. Pisces time will also help and assist your process this spring as it's time to run everything through your own internal processor before getting to the action decision-oriented Aries energy of spring equinox 2021. Okay, that's a lot. So, you know, everything is a response to the last thing, preparation for the next thing. So when we go through the Aquarius awakening to our unique contribution and our authentic selves in a way, that leads to the ending of the old self and the surrendering of a whole process because now you're new, you're different, your vision, your ideas, your concepts, your direction, everything kind of gets shaken up during Aquarius time because of Uranus's influence in that regard. And then we have to connect to something deeper and richer to feel tethered, to feel connected to something, to feel whole again. And that's when we get back to Pisces with, okay, yes, I'm an individual, but I'm, and I find out in Aquarius, I'm an individual. And then I find out in Pisces that I'm an individual amongst millions of other individuals and part of a whole species. And what I do affects that. And so to be mindful of that, as we cultivate how to birth that new energy that shifts again from If it's a response to Aquarius, if Pisces is a response to Aquarius, it's preparation for Aries. Because when we get to Aries, theoretically, we know our passion and purpose and direction and we want to do it, be it, have it. Like there's no talking with Aries. They just want to do it. So the clarity time comes now, not then. You got to already be clear to act on your true purpose, to be in tune with your star player, as it were, and directing your path your way, you know, choosing your direction, that sovereignty and autonomy and independence that Aries represents the do-it-yourself kind of energy. You got to already have the vision together by then. And so that's why Pisces is so juicy for that. So that is our week, February 21st to the 27th. This is the first week of a two-week post that I'm posting all at the same time. Because as I said at the beginning of this, my move is underway and I'm probably going to be disconnected and off the grid for a little bit. So I've put some extra goodies in next week's post too, some questions to contemplate and journal prompts that would be really fun. Mercury is doing its final hit with Jupiter, which is when we conceive the new vision. So you're going to want to use those questions to filter some things out and be ready This is all preparation for the Pisces new moon, okay? So we do our release work first. We do all this clarification, and then we get to next week where, you know, Mercury's really wrapping things up with its retrograde work and initiating a whole new cycle with Jupiter. And that could be anywhere from one year to three, six, nine, and 12 years because messing with Jupiter, that's how far the reverberations reach and beyond, but that's the first reach. So I hope you have a fantastic week. Reach out if you need to, but be patient on my response time or with my response time. And I appreciate you all so much. 
this community means everything to me and I'm excited for the new chapter beginning that will also allow me to do some new and different work online and in person where it's available and when it's available. And things are smooth for that. I look forward to connecting with you all directly in the spring and having lots of new goodies to share because I am incubating my vision as well, even while I'm moving because I'm dreaming up a whole new life. So thank you for riding along with me and holding my hand and being there and listening to this forecast and being part of the circle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.